think, let me think, let me think. Hey, so you didn't know, you didn't know that the that the St. Louis Cardinals had a baseball team and a football team at the same time. No, I knew that there was a obviously they had a football team and a baseball team. The Rams weren't there too long ago, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that they had the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Mm-hmm. Louis Cardinals at, mm-hmm. in two different sports at the same time. That blew my mind. That was probably the best thing I learned during this, this football season. That there was a multiple St. Louis Cardinals teams at the same time, and one of them was a football team. Right. So all you knew about was the Rams. Right. I thought the Cardinals left Chicago and went to Arizona. I didn't know they had a stop in the middle of the way right there yeah. off the uh, right off the Mississippi River in uh, St. Louis. Yeah. And, you know, this just lets you know that St. Louis is terrible. Did you know, did you know that the Baltimore, they was called the Baltimore Colts? Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I just, you know, I don't know. Because you didn't know about the Cardinals. So I'm like, did you know that they were called the Baltimore Colts? And then they moved to Nap. You knew that, right? Yeah. Yes, I know. They, they moved. They moved. They moved, they, they moved in the middle of the night when when Pay Pay was in his mama belly. Facts. That's correct. That's correct. They moved that in the middle true. of the night because they was because you know they had they Baltimore was going to take that team from old boy. They was like, you know what? The city really owned this team. Eminent domain. Get him up. So while the paperwork was running through, they said, "Hey, uh, I call, he called his friend that owned the Mayflower. Hey, come pack my squad up. We gotta go. Gotta go now." Adios, muchachos. Adios, muchachos. Hey, so what team? So it would be the Raiders that move the most between Oakland, between Las Vegas, between Los Angeles. The Raiders are they the most moved franchise? I Old think school, so. yeah. Off the top yeah, of my they, head. Moved that, they, they moved the same spots though. I mean, they only went from Oakland to LA to LA to Oakland and then Oakland to Vegas. They right there in that. Well, nah, Oakland far from LA though. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But did, I that, think they didn't they move to LA three different times? Twice, like I think. Yeah. Could be three. Yeah. Most moved franchise, probably I say ever out of all them old school sports. That's why everybody else they put, you know. That's why that's why a lot of them, them old school West Coast hip hop OGs like the Raiders because like Ice Cube and mm-hmm. you know some other ones they they huge Raider fans. Cube mm-hmm. loved the Raiders. Oh, down by law. Down but by they law. was actually they was actually good at one time. Mm-hmm. Back 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 in the day, they was really good. Yep. When when John Madden was the coach, come on, oh, Big yeah. G. Oh, in the 70s, they were some hogs. Even in the 80s, with Marcus Allen and them, they were some hogs now. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. They was getting Super Bowl chips. They was out there winning. So, you know, now they've been trashed in probably most people's lifetime. But 70s and 80s, they was handling their business. They hated us too, Tate. They hated the Steelers. If you really if you know a real Raiders fan, he hates the Steelers, dog. A real Raiders fan, they hate you. They hate you like Baltimore hates you. You know, and I hate them too. I hate the Raiders, dog. They trash. <laughs> I hope all the bad things in the world happen to the Raiders and only the Raiders, dog. The Raiders is trash, bro. Only trash. Oh man, let them have it, bro. Let them let the Raiders. I help the Raiders lose. I help the Cleveland Browns lose. I help the Baltimore Ravens lose, and I help the New England Patriots lose. And the team I want to lose the most is the Dallas Cowboys. I help the Cowboys lose, and all the bad things really happen to Cowboys and only the Cowboys. They all. I can't stand none of them teams, man. All of them. I hate It's a lot of hate there, G. You hate, You got teams you hate, too? I bet you Tate is similar. He can't stand them, neither. Everybody I named, I bet you can't stand them. Who? Oh. New England, the Raiders, Dallas, Cleveland, and Baltimore. No, I probably – I don't hate them, but Baltimore and, and Dallas. I don't hate Cleveland. I got too much family to like Cleveland. You know, they kind of like the little the little brother that can't quite, you know, can't quite win. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. Dallas fans make me – and recently the Raiders, because the one dude I deal with at work every day, man, he always talking, always wearing Raider pajamas and just Get stupid that clown stuff, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why, can't you, he, why, why can't he wear Raider pajamas? To work? His jammies. Why, why are we hating on his jammies? 
we hate we we hate no obnoxiousness when they he don't keep that same energy when they lose. And so every at the beginning, I've known him for about three years. At the beginning of every year, he started out real good, going real hard. Then he get mm -hmm. quieter and quieter by the time week five and six roll around. Then by the end of the year, you don't hear nothing, but he hating on other teams. Yeah. No. Probably, but the main thing he be hating on is us, too. I already know. I know. I don't really hate on the Steelers that much. I mean, but – I mean, mm -hmm. we don't really have a reason to hate on us the past past 10 years, for real. Because they trash. I mean, just, just a, a, a good team, not, you know, a, a solid team, not even a good team, a solid team. Mm -hmm. But shout out everybody live chat, Big G. Get, get the algorithm up on this Freaky Friday. I seen a whole bunch of people over there, dog. They were, hey, listen, they was they was jumping in our conversation too about who, who they hate. One dude said it was the haters' ball. I was like, wow. But yeah, it's still a girl. Like, I like, I like Re Reginald Rivers said said the Pats and the in the Cowboys. Yeah, definitely Cow Cowboys. Yeah, they trash. That's because of their fans, though. I mean, you know, we deal with mod all the time, man. They skip Bayless on TV. Well, Michael Irvin be on there with him, man. It's just terrible. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we got Jeremiah Yoder. Thanks, Mean Joe. Pittsburgh Toddy, AFL 67. John C. Afton. Jay Deverell. S. Dresden. J. Steed. Daniel Reed. Reginald Rivers. Man, we got our Dennis. The, the I don't know what to call him no more. And Afton. Mark Malone. You know, the squad is in the building, y'all. Let's get the rhythms jumping. And, Tate, let's get the show jumping. Is it that time? Yeah, let's go. It's that time. Did you did you did did, did y'all see I added the freaky Friday to the homies? Yeah, didn't come there. yeah. <laughs> you didn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's that that's in dedication to Big G. That freaky yeah. Friday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's get this show on the road one time. Let's go. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Freaky Friday Night Homies Podcast on the Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network. Mm -hmm. We without we without the uh, the homie B Dirt tonight. Mm -hmm. He's out. Uh, what's B Dirt doing, man? He driving, celebrating B Day. He just yep. he. He just sent us something in our in, in our in our chat thread a few minutes ago. Did y'all see it? Yep, I seen the picture. Be dirt. He's out doing this with his beautiful girlfriend Jess, as opposed mm -hmm. to hanging with the homies, man. Hey, man, it's Freaky Friday and it's Valentine's Day, man. Coming up, he got to do what he got to do, bro. Let that man handle his business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, let him out on his business. I, I I ain't mad at him. He he wanted no call, no show. He did tell us like 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 Tuesday. He yeah, no fine for him. He don't get no fine. No fine for B Dirt. Yeah, we ain't got no show fines yet this year for skipping. Uh, not us yet. Now we're, we're doing pretty good because this time last year it was the fine jar was just rolling over, dog. It was ridiculous, man. Because Cats was like, Nah, I ain't coming to work today, dog. There was some call offs going on. I ain't gonna mention who we was calling off, but I just know there was a bunch of call offs jumping off. That's all I know. And it was, was having extended. It was, you know, this is the holidays, G. You know, mm -hmm. people, people still try to get back in the wind of it. Coming from Thanksgiving, you got all those holidays in in December, January mm -hmm. got a bunch of holidays, February got three holidays. Come on, it's mm -hmm. a lot, and don't forget the best holiday of all, Where? Scorpio making holiday. Yeah. Yeah, because it lines up perfect. The timeline is like perfect, bro. So, yeah. Look, look, but guess what? Yeah. What has been jumping off with the fines? Tate Boyfresh. <laughs> Go ahead, dog. Scorpio holiday is Valentine's Day and projecting that the, the baby will be born in Scorpio season? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. I never heard it referred to as that before. But, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. At night we ride. So, <laughs> so you you and my sister had the same birthday. Mm -hmm. So I it's wondered if that means, 
I wonder if that means my mom and dad was getting it in some time ago back in. Man, for her, that would have been that would have been Valentine's Day '78. Yep. We like <laughs> that. Don't yep. mean Scorpios. that. Bitch. Yep. Scorpios yep. are like the cicadas. We we get into the, we get into the dirt now, and we rise come October. That's what we do. Shout out to Jess. Be dirty. Be dirty. Lady, be dirty. She's a Scorpio. Yep. 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 Handling his business. Let it, you know. No fine for him. You know, he called in, called off, got his PTO cleared and taken care of. So we all good. All right, fellas. Well, let's get. We got our first stuff. super chat, man. We got our first super chat. Say, let me know. What, let me know what comments need to be pulled up because I'm I'm working, I'm working the production. Yeah. But yeah, man. Who was that from? Thanks, thanks me, Joe. Me, thanks, me, Joe. Again, what's up? Thanks, me, Joe. Thanks for being with us on this Freaky Friday, man. With the homies, man. We really appreciate appreciate you. You've been showing strong the last. Two three weeks definitely. No, we really we really appreciate you, you uh joining us every every Friday. Props mm -hmm. to Ken Hayward, NFL Man of the Year. Man, did you start to show off exactly where we were going to go? Mm -mm -mm. He was reading minds, Tate. He was reading minds. Yeah. So if it's anything that was that was that's been deserved for a few years now. Mm -hmm. What Cam Hayward does in the Pittsburgh community with all his different programs and stuff like that, that he, that he uh, facilitates and, you know, funds the resources and all that stuff himself mm -hmm. because he's a Pittsburgh kid. So it means more to him. You know what I mean? It's not oh, just right. the city that he plays in. He was born mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They went to Georgia. I think his dad at one time played for the Falcons down there and their family probably moved to Georgia, but he's a Pittsburgh kid through and through. So mm -hmm. it really means a lot to him. He does so much and is well-deserving. Biggie, what do you think? My, you, Tate, you hit it out the park by saying that it should have been happening. It actually should have happened maybe two years ago because he's he's engraved in the Pittsburgh community. And I, I could just go into, like, details about what he does for the school systems, what he does for the Boys and Girls Clubs, what he does for his own foundation, and able to bring the Pittsburgh community together, just not around football, but trying to make better lives for kids because he grew up in that region and he knows what it takes to make things better. So it's, it's well-deserving. Um, I think Cam probably even after his retirement will be a, a, a main stable in the Pittsburgh community. And he'll always be attached to the Pittsburgh community in a big way to continue to promote, you know, the growth and development of the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh city let alone the Pittsburgh Steelers. One, one, one of his foundations is called Craig's Closet, named, you know, after yep. his dad, Craig Ironhead, Iron where mm -hmm. he provides clothes and stuff for kids to have interviews or important things going on. They don't have, you know, the, the appropriate clothes to go to a, an interview, a, a, a school thing where you got to, you know, kind of maybe give a give a speech or be present in front of a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. He has, I mean, he has many foundations, but that's one of them. Hey, what do you think about Cam Hayward and winning this award? As you all said, it's been a long time coming, right? Um, I'm not as aware of all the stuff that he does in the community. I'm going to just take your word for it. But, you know, I'd never – I don't doubt it. The Walter Man, the Walter Payton Award is something that they take a lot of pride in giving that out. So I mm -hmm. know it's well-deserved just off the basis of that. Mm -hmm. um, so I do know that there's a – being a stealer, it's very it's it's a it's a reward in its in, unto itself. Mm -hmm. I do know that when you become a stealer, you are a part of something larger than just a football team. It's a community. It's a city. It's an identity. I and think I think I think the word you look for is prestigious. But go ahead. I wasn't gonna go that far, but <laughs> but don't be a hater, to don't get be this hater. award. It, it just lets me know that, you know, it, it is it is something that is passed down from on top on top on down. Like, hey, look, we got to we got to give back to the community, the community that supports this team with blood, sweat and tears. You got to do it. You got to do your own blood, sweat and tears, not just on the field. You got to put it back. You got to pay it back forward. And for that, for that being said, I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't think of a better person in the league right now that deserves it right now than Cam Hayward. You know, I don't never hardly put the sign up anymore, man. But for what he does on the field and off the field, Cam Hayward is him, bro. Cam Hayward is him. If you if there's any player 
that I want the Steelers, the future Steelers and the young pups that are with Pittsburgh and the ones where you're a draft, model yourself after Cam Hayward. That is that is the bar. You want to be like him on the field, off the field, and representing Pittsburgh and the Steelers. So, yeah, he's him, man. He's him. Well, you you had guys like Brent Kiesel and Aaron Smith and those guys take him under under their wing when he was when he was a rookie back in mm-hmm. 2011, I believe it was. Now, mm-hmm. um, what school did he go to? Take, come on, man, come on, dog. You know th- th- these guys over here, the Buckeye Nation, bro. Oh, he part of the nation. The 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 yeah, he, he got he got a he got a tree on Buckeye Grove, dog. He got a tree in Buckeye Grove. So, you know, that's telling you what he did at the, at the nation. And he went over to Pittsburgh and handling even better. Reginald River says Walter Payton's brother, Eddie, was my high school football coach at Memphis. Really? Okay. I remember Eddie Payton. I mean, I remember. Yeah. Did, did, did he have a cup of coffee in the league? I'm not sure. I don't know about that for sure. He might have. He might have been there for a hot second. He 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 might have been there for a hot second, but his brother was a beast. <laughs> I ain't no his ass much about that. Beast. It goes without saying, right? Yeah, Eddie, 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 saying. Eddie's brother was a beast. No. Yeah, Eddie, 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 Eddie Peyton's brother, Walter. Right. Eddie's brother was a beast. Yeah, facts. Total facts. How come how 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 come you don't have Walter Payton number one all the time on your running back list? He's number two for me. Yeah. My number one is Barry Sanders, bro. That's my number one as well. Yeah. My number one hey, is Barry Sanders. Mm. I've been – I always put Jim Brown at the top just because I respect what he did in nine years. Mm-hmm. Twelve games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched Ryan Barry run on Netflix, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Take your mic going out a little bit, bro. Hey, what'd you say though, bro? What go ahead? What you were saying? I was just agreeing with you. I got Barry number one and, and sweetness number two. Yeah. I got I, Barry once. Are oh, you good? I it's was good, saying, man. I was asking y'all, did y'all see that uh run Barry Run on Amazon Prime about Barry Sanders? Facts. Yes, I did. No, I did. I, I watched some of them cut it off. Yeah. Must watch. It's only like yeah. an hour and a half. It's Not really good. Yeah. It is a must watch. If you yeah, if you're a football, you said Barry Sanders is number one. You don't want boring. you don't want to check it out and see why it's validated. Mm. Hey man, I watched them play. That, that validates it enough. <laughs> I don't that the, the documentary documentary in quotations. It's. It's not that interesting. Barry was hey, not that interesting. He's a great football player. Hey, man, hold on, like hold on. Hey, pull up still a girl comment when you get a chance, too. I got I to gotta address something. Go ahead. See it where it says still a girl? Still a girl, we thank you for your comment. Big G, are you going to the OSU spring game? Got my ticket today, my first college game. Still a girl. I might be on the sideline at the, at the, at the, at the game. I, I got a little connection, man, jumping off. I can't really well, talk stop, about it stop, all on there. Stop stop bragging and invite her down to the sideline then. I, I ain't got it all like that. Okay, but my, then. Con- <laughs> my, con- my connection got me hooked. So I'm, I might be on the sideline at, at the spring game, man. I might be still hey, on the sideline. Hey, girl, if I was there back at the crib in Ohio, I would get you down the sideline. I so I, now, I, don't, I can't pull all that off. Like, I'm, I, I might, might be able to have a contact, a, con- a, 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 a conversation with Coach Knowles. He might. He might look out for a player. <laughs> but, okay, well, hey, we, but, we see the, the spring game like 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 a month out. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just, just be in touch and if Big G can pull some strings, he'll let you know. That's yeah. that's I'll, that's 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 how that's how we rock for the chat generals. Yeah. But I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. Ain't no sense much about it. I'll be there for the spring game. Hey, so so, so then we we go we we we, we well, we're a little behind now. As a matter of fact, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after a word from our partners. If you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. We're not going nowhere. But, uh, yeah, we 
20 minutes in and got through just a couple things. But we'll be right back. We're going to move fast. So yes, sir. be right back after this. Freaking mm-hmm. Friday. And we're back on the homie podcast on a freaky Friday night. We already talked about Cam Hayward. So let's let's keep it moving for the from the NFL honors. We'll talk about some of this more on uh on overtime. We'll get deeper into it if anybody has any questions or you guys want to elaborate. But our boy Lamar got got his second MVP. Lamar Jackson was an NFL MVP. Our our boy. Yeah, our boy. I mean, I like Lamar. As a player, you can't beat the Steelers. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't want him to win the MVP over Dak, over Patrick Mahomes, or anybody that was in it. So, yeah, our boy right now. But, yeah, you can have him. He's, he's, he's a rat bird. Take him, Pay. Pay's boy, Lamar Jackson, wins the NFL MVP award for the second time. He enters elite company. And he has entered elite company, but he won't get respected being that elite company until he wins more in the playoffs. Pay. Do we agree? Pay. I'm going to let Pay. There's 11 players in NFL history that have won multiple MVPs. Mm. Two Browns, two 49ers. How many of them have Super Bowl? How many of them have have championships? I don't know the 11. I'm just asking you. Well, all of them have their careers. Other than than Pat Mahomes, all of the other ones' careers are over. So if if you let Lamar's career finish, if you let Lamar's career finish, he's going to have some. Well, I say he, yeah, I say he gives maybe two two Browns is Jim Brown, two forty nine. You said a forty nine er. That's that's Joe Montana. Got to be right. Mm-hmm. Steve Young. Steve Young got they, two MVPs. Got both MVPs. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, no. fact check them, Big G. I don't know. I'm about to look. Check, <laughs> it, out. To check look. it out. You got so there's two Packers, two Browns. Does two Jim Packers, Brown Brett Favre. Jim Brown, um, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, he got four. So yeah, two two Packers, yeah. six MVPs between uh, them. Lames. Only got he two. He do got Manning. two MVPs. He do Peyton got Manning. two MVPs, okay. He do got two. 92 and 94. He got two. Ooh. I'm gonna get paid the facts. Holmes with two. Do, yep. does, does Kurt Warner have two? Nope. Uh I think he might. No, I'm about to look it up. Keep talking. Yeah, so, I mean, with that right there, with that said, Lamar is actually obviously elite. Just because I mean, you can't you can't you can't pull him out now. He took a major step forward this year. This is even though his numbers aren't better than his first MVP numbers. He had career. He still had career best in completion percentage. Um, a lot of a lot of like advanced metrics and. Mm-hmm. He got to the championship game. Not to say that I think that was his first time being in the championship game. Um, it was. It's a step. It's second playoff win. Kurt it Warner got be, two, by the way, too. Kurt Warner got two. He do got two. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take you. So right. it, it might end up. It might end up being just because he might just be unlucky. He might just be playing in the wrong era. He might be playing playing against Thanos, and you know he can't can't beat that guy because he's inevitable. I don't know, man. I I don't know. I think I think the that's AFC, not that, that's that, that's not who he losing to though. Exactly. Did he, he, just, did he not just did he not just lose to, to Pat Mahomes? Yeah, but the other game that's not who he losing to. Okay, but the other games in the past, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, it, it's it's a well deserved award. I, I you know it, based on regular season, absolutely. But that's that's a whole other question for me. However. I think that Lamar is going to be hard-pressed to get a Super Bowl in Baltimore. I think he's going to be hard-pressed. The AFC is too talented. Super Bowls? When was Ray Lewis won Super Bowls? <laughs> I, you know, and then it was Tim Joe Harbaugh, the current coach, they, they, won they, Super Bowls. Ray Lewis. Yeah, they 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 they've won one right. since the Steelers, so I'm not even going to talk about that. Mm. Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Year. That was biased, dog. Why? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was biased. Yeah, it's biased. Was, it's biased. This is the this is the only upset of the night. Yeah, that was Kevin a Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski won this award by one first plate vote 
over D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan should have should have been coach of the year. How did you yeah. win? They won what two games last? No, they won three, three games yeah. last year, and then now they're in the playoffs. A playoff win. When, when, over when Cleveland coach of the year. And over, over Cleveland. Cleveland. Over Cleveland. Exactly. Yeah. And they I'm did like, it with like, Cleveland. They did like, it with like, Cleveland's draft picks. That's yes. that's like, I tell you right there. Like I told you guys backstage, Cleveland was the media darling this year. Because like you said, they took home coach of the year, comeback player of the year, and DPOY. Congratulations mm. to Miles Garrett. Trash. Mm. Trash. Trash. Hey, Tosca hey, 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 he was gonna win. And I mean, we kind of knew it, it was it was going that way, but you hope that they just realized. And excuse me, and looked at the stats. That was but, trash, y'all. Congratulations, Miles Garrett. Um, we can, we can, as, we I, can, as I told you, just two weeks ago. I just said that. As I told you two weeks ago, I, I'm sure the media knows the numbers. <laughs> they didn't care. They, they liked the story better. Look, look, look at look at all all the all the statistics in red. He beat him on every last one of them, dog. He beat him on every last one of him. Every last one of him. T.J. Watt had a better year than Miles Garrett on every last category. Trash, straight up trash. <laughs> we 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 know that we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell. We're gonna hit on um snub. See the snub. T.J. Yeah. was snub. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. There's no listen. I'm not saying Miles Garrett is trash. I'm saying the people, the voters that picked the award is trash. When does when does stats not matter? When does it not matter? They well, play the same amount well, of games. Well, they play well, the same conference. They play head to head. Stop it. Just stop it. Trash. Well, your boy, your boy, or your brother's boy, Miles boy, clown boy, Michael Parsons had a lot to say. He uh he says Pittsburgh fans have horrible take. Miles was the better player. Reality situation. Miles faced way more double teams and effects on QBs. Fans, please stop looking at stats and look at film, please. You know what? You know what? You know what, Michael Parsons? Listen, bro. I watch probably, I don't watch as much film as you do because you're a professional NFL athlete. But I watch all 22 film. And you can't tell me that on film. T.J. Watt was not better than Miles Garrett. So, Michael Parsons, you tire fire for that take, bro. <laughs> Any tire fire. You, you're horrible. And you're actually a hater. You don't want Watt to get it because you he, know he's he, the best. He's I, the best. I, I, don't know, I don't know if he a hater or he mean hate, but he just, he just one of them dudes just a clown, man. He a clown. He always got something to say. His boy was Skip Bayless when he first came. He was letting from heaven to Skip. He came on the show. Now he right. against Skip. He, he always got something to say. Play football. You you shrink in the biggest moments, Miles Park, Michael Parsons. Yeah, he like his boy. And they, you know, what and they, I, and they both do. Miles Garrett does too. Yeah, he may be getting double team, maybe getting sacked. He shrinks in the biggest moments. All them cowboys really shrink this. in the biggest moments. All them cowboys do. They shrink in the biggest moments. There's no freaking way, and I don't care. There's no freaking way that Miles Garrett should have won DPOY. No way. Stop it. Get up out of here. Go kick some rocks. Whatever the heck you want to say, there's no freaking way that dang on TJ Watt shouldn't have been the DPO one. Stop it. I lied. I said there was only one snub last night. I lied. There was two other ones. Mm. Was this one and of it, them? It, there's another. There's a, there's, no. <laughs> there were two snubs. This wasn't one of them? No, there was three snubs last night. This, and they all and all of them involve the AFC North. That's how we can keep it keep it this show central. The other one, I'm sure Tate was going to kick it that way. Mm. Who you we got? Had coach of the year already. Yep. We got comeback player of the year. We got to do that one. I don't. I don't. We're not talking about Joe Flacco, but he won it. <laughs> Dang you! You don't even give Joe Flacco no love at all. No, he don't get no so time. You see, he don't time today. So you so you see they saying coming back from playing from the Jets is is a lot harder than coming back from death. 
How did he win that award over Demar Hamlin? I, I cannot Demar. tell you. It must have been the stats. Demar Hamlin stats. was just a feel good story. That's all it was ever going to be. That's really what Miles Garrett is. The narrative, the feel good story. Comeback player is a feel good award. No, but you got to you got to actually come back, pay. And he like, did go back. He and put in some work. Not not, not 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 go to practice and spend twelve weeks on the practice squad. He was a story. Squad, none this year. He did too. He's on the active yeah, roster. He, no, he was he, not. He got no. called up for the practice squad a couple times, so he was there. I couldn't tell how many it was, but he was there. Listen, correct. Listen, listen. if you play that's, a that's football fine. and then you stop breathing and you come back to play football after that, that's a better. That's better than coming back from retirement. And to play football. I'm but, sorry. But pay, pay, pay. Him come, I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. But DeMar Hamlin's biggest play all year was his inability to get a fourth down play for the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs when he ran a fake punt. That was his biggest play that he did all year. Bro, so the ward is based on what you do on the field, not the story of how you got on the field. You're What you wasn't doing on the field and then now what you're doing on the field. That's where it should have been awarded to Joe Flacco. It should have been. He was the best player in the league as far as he took the he took the Nick Chubbless Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. Come on, dog. I mean, it's, it ain't even. I think Miles Garrett did that, but you know what? Oh, pay. See, now you about Tate put put pay in the matrix, Tate. I've never done it before on the show. Put pay in the matrix. Put him in there, bro. Because that's ridiculous. Miles Garrett took him to the playoffs. He shrunk like Rick Carr in the Matrix. I'm caught. Come on, man. Pay. Come on, bro. If you're talking about shrink. What did Joe Flacco did? He did he not shrink in the big moments too? No. He no, did. He threw a couple bad. He threw a couple bad passes against Houston. A couple. A couple. Yeah. But did he still throw for almost 300 yards? He started like how many games this season? Six, seven. I think he got like 15 picks. I'm, I mean, he threw two Tate, you're muted. two you're pick muted, sixes, Tate. two pick sixes in the playoffs. He threw two pick sixes against Houston, and they lost what was like forty six to seventeen or something like that. So what, what? So yeah. So, so what about the other thirty two points that Miles Garrett's supposed to stop? Exactly. Uh, short exactly. fields. Thanks for Flacco. No, get a well, stop. because no, then we'll take it to the house. <laughs> that ain't had nothing to do with to what the defense was giving up. Yeah. Pay hey, you on some bias right now, bro. You on some bias? What is hey, you trying to become a Cleveland Browns fan? Hey, hold on, man. Hell I no. gotta, I gotta, I got a quick exercise for the live chat. Live chat. I want to test y'all ability. And Big G, mm. you can, cause you're going, you're going, you you're not gonna get all these, Big G. Where? I got some, I got some, some old school Steeler players. I'm gonna put up. Mm. I want you to see if you can call off their names. And live chat, join in. You putting up pictures? Yeah. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Oh, 80. Jeff Graham, Ohio State. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, for, uh, uh, is that 47? I didn't see the number. Rewind it. I didn't I see the see number. Back. Just, just name what you can name. 57. I don't know. 34. Uh, don't know. 62. <laughs> Man, I don't know some of these dudes. 19. <laughs> I'm like, if you stop the thing and I really, that's that's Webster. Come on, dog. Stop it. We already know <laughs> that is. Webster. 90, 92, I don't know. Uh, tight end, old school tight end for him. Cunningham, Carmichael, <laughs> whatever his name is. Dog tight end for the Steelers. Listen, man, that reel was moving hey, fast, bro. That reel was okay, moving well, fast. Okay, I'm going to play it again. I'm playing again. Look at the live chat. Jeff Graham. I know that right off the bat. Jeff yes. Graham. Homie. Is that 47? I can't see the number. 44. 44. Don't know. 49. Don't know. 57. Lost. Lost in the sauce. I know the running back 34. I just can't call his name. 60. Is that 62 or 63? 62. 19. Trash quarterback. Don't know. 53. <laughs> linebacker. 90. Man, I don't know, man. The live chat got to help me out. They Listen, the live chat look, stuck. No, look at it. They got a lot of them. Brian Hinkle. Woodrow. That's right. 53. Woolly uh, Woodruff, yes, was right. What? Well, well, yeah, Woolly, Woolly, nineteen. David Woolly, you're mute. David Woolly was the quarterback that came over from the Dolphins. I knew that was Abercrombie, man. I knew that, man. Walter Abercrombie. I knew that. Mike Mike Merriweather was number fifty-seven. Here, let, let's let's just 
Jeff Graham. That's my boy. Frank Pollard before he switched to number 30. He, they said 81 was Charles Johnson. No, Dwayne that was Woodruff. Jeff Graham. That was Jeff Graham. Mike, mm-hmm. Mike Merriweather. Mm-hmm. Walter Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. Justin Hartwick. Mm-hmm. David Woodley. Mm-hmm. Brian Hinkle, middle, middle mm-hmm. linebacker. Mm-hmm. Keith Gary. Keith Gary. Oh, yeah. Keith Gary. Yeah, Benny, yeah, yeah. Benny Cunningham. Benny Cunningham. I knew. I told you. I, I messed his name. I said Carmichael Cunningham. But I knew he played with them late 70s team Steelers. They were some dogs. Yeah, man. Good, yeah. good, good, good job, everybody in the live chat. Yeah. George Tesson, 62, was Justin Hartwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the live chat said talking about they knew a couple here and there. Tate, that was a fast reel, and I didn't know it was coming. So I didn't have no time to, like, really <laughs> stop and think. Like, you man, got steady. Man. Just look. Do I know it? You didn't know yeah, all of them before you looked it up. You didn't know all of them. I did. I, I'm, I'm the one that put the names in to get the pictures of the players. Pay, do you think he know before he looked it up? He could have just asked Google ancient Steeler guys. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Hey, have I have I have I ever steered you wrong? No. We was we 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 was talking earlier with Big G about some old school basketball stuff, and I was right again. I mean, I don't put it up, but y'all we all question whether I knew it or I studied or I looked it up. What well, I mean? I just know stuff about yeah, sports. He, he was stuff. he was talking some. He was. I don't know where he got his information was from <laughs> earlier, but. Um, you are correct. Hey, that's fact, let's that's get let's, let's let's get in this real quick, man. So the Steelers. Now we all on the Steelers for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And Steelers brought some new coaches in the building, Big G. Yeah, the WR coach, dog. Well, that's one of them. Yeah. Zach Azani. Yeah, I like him, man. Look at look at that resume, Tate. That's what I like the most. Look at that resume. He got he got a lot of experience, and a lot of it is 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 He's a wide receiver coach at every stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At every stop. I mean, he might have been something else. Mm-hmm. He might have been a pass game coordinator at Tennessee. He might have been a recruit coordinator, wide receiver coach at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Assistant head coach, wide receiver at Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. He coached. He coached AB at Central Michigan. Facts. He was at Bowling Green. He's worked with. He worked with Urban Meyer, Bush Jones, Willie Taggart, Brett Belima. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Wisconsin or wherever Brett, 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 believe it was at Wisconsin, but he, his resume don't show Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It was, that does too, that one year, 2012. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I hear he brings a lot of toughness. He makes his wide receivers block. I don't know if he has a relationship. I don't know if he has a relationship with uh, Arthur Smith. Yeah, he Arthur do. Arthur Smith. Yeah, he do. He got a relationship with him. Listen, my homeboy, my homeboy Zach Smith, man, on the Minister Minister Sports Podcast. Shout out to Zach, man. What's crack a lacking, bro? Jack, Zach said that he's one of the better wide receiver coaches in all of sports. Zach said he actually took pointers from him because Zach Smith was a wide receiver coach for the Buckeyes. And he was like, this dude right here is, was a good hire. So I, I, I'm I'm buying it. I'm buying it, man. I don't know much about him. I know he had Cortland Sutton in Denver. He had Garrett Wilson in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he made uh your boy. What's your boy for uh for Denver that was hurt all year? That was it was like their number three receiver that was really good though. Jared Judy? No, Jared Judy was number two. Oh, yeah, dude got we hurt got again. Two. Yeah, yeah. We got a super chat. Jay's upper teeth, two dollars. We appreciate you, bro. Thank you, Jay. Miles had one sack in the last six games. That is total, absolute, one hundred and seventy five percent facts. There, 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 but 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 Miles Garrett carried him and not Joe Flacco with one sack in the last six games. I don't know. Defense, defensive player of the year. He got Trash. it. Hardware speaks for itself. Trash. I mean, Le- Le- LeBron James have one or two more MVPs too. For real, for real. Mm. Mm. Hey, but but I'm Tate. I'm done with the Browns. So listen, man. I think that this hire is going really to be honest with this hire. And we talked about it on the Pump Your Breaks podcast on Wednesday. I think this is going to shake the wide receiver room up. I think Deontay Johnson, bro, you might be packing your bags, bro. You might be packing your bags. I think we're going to trade him for draft capital. And we're going to get some tough guys that can block, 
play WR, can play in 12 personnel packages, not just beat the guy, but I'm literally big, like beat up the guy. I'm big, I'm big on Xavier Leggett in like the second or third round. Mm -hmm. I'm big on that guy, man. But hey, live chat, if you got any questions related to prospects in the draft, we ready. Yeah, Just put both in the live shows. chat. Mm -hmm. Ask Big G your prospect question. And yeah, he'll get to it. Yep. And uh both, right, both the right now, homies overtime. Both of them. I'm I'll answer it. Right now, we got another uh another, another coach we brought in, man. Mm-hmm. Arth. What's his first name? Arthur Smith. No, no. Arth. His last name is Arth. Arth. Um, if you watch, if, if people in the live chat watched, uh, listen, not watch, listen to Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride podcast on Monday, mm -hmm. Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mm -hmm. A lot of good information today with him and Jeremy Betts and the, the conversation. But the first part of the of the show, he was talking about the new culture. So we're going to let Jeff tell you about the new pass game coordinator. The Steelers were interviewing a guy named Tom Arth. I'm hoping I'm saying that name correctly, A-R-T-H, as the pass game coordinator. Now, he had previously been with the Los Angeles Chargers under Brandon Staley, and he had that role. Now, Tom Arth actually played in the NFL. He played for the Indianapolis Colts, and he was a backup to Peyton Manning. Then he was shipped over to NFL Europe, and kind of bounced around that league for a while, went to uh, the uh, Canadian Football League and eventually the Arena League before hanging it up and going back to Division Three. John Carroll, the coach. He was the head coach there, very successful there, until he got back into the NFL ranks with Brandon Staley. Mm. But, but, but now listen, I, and this is a question to ask Pay too, because Pay, Pay, Pay knows Brandon Staley trash. He knows that. So is being connected Brandon Staley a good thing, Pay? Especially mm -hmm. for us, for the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, so I would, not, so I would leave that off my resume. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So I don't know if this is such a great hire. I don't know. I, I got mixed feelings about it. It could work out because a lot of times when Steelers bring coaches in from outside, they still have to get acclimated to the culture of Pittsburgh. So this guy could have some of those qualities and characteristics that could help him thrive as a Pittsburgh Steeler coach. But based on resume, this ain't that. This ain't apples to apples like how the wide receiver coach was. This ain't that. This is a whole different ball game. So I don't know. Your thoughts, Tate. What you think? What you think about this hire? Well, he played with Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. That's got to be good, right? Mm -hmm. Coach Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the pass game coordinator is one of those things that can be changed. I mean, obviously – I'm sure Arthur Smith was in on discussion. I don't know if he made the choice, you know, independent by itself. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's in on on, on the on the on the the decision. But yeah, let's just see how it goes, man. So you got your offensive coordinator, you got your pass game coordinator, mm -hmm. and they go then they're gonna they're gonna bring a quarterback coach. I don't know if it's gonna be Sully again or they're gonna get somebody else. You know, they 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 beef and they, and they got another assistant offensive line coach. I forgot his name. I didn't have time to really put something together on him. But yeah, no, a young guy is from. Uh, so, so I can tell you this, Tate, and I I just know this from my own personal experience. You might not believe this, or a lot of folks might not believe this who are Steeler fans, but Arthur Smith was in there beating the table, talking about who he wanted to be coaching with him. Believe me, believe me, he he had a lot of influence and a lot of input on who he wanted to help assemble his team or assemble, assemble his squad. Because I'll, the, 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 the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator's jobs are to support the head coach. But all the rest of the assistants' jobs are to support the coordinators. So these guys probably I would lean towards are being handpicked by Arthur Smith, maybe with a little bit of influence of Tomlin, maybe, of course, with the Rooney's overseeing the process. But, yeah. Arthur Smith's in there talking about, yeah, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy. So so that's what I know from coaching hiring across the league. And it's been like that probably for at least 20 years that I know. Pay, pay you agree? Uh, I mean, for the, for the most part, yeah, I, I'll have to agree. I, it's it's kind of like splitting hairs, but why not? Mm 
Tay Boy, what you think? Uh, I'm trying to look at some of these comments. So, Steeler Girl asks, where is that put Sullivan? Mm -hmm. I think he, they're still undecided, and Sullivan's still waiting here back from other teams about not off the coordinator anymore, but maybe maybe somebody likes him for a, core, a pass game coordinator or a QB coach. This is where that puts Sullivan at. <laughs> Adios, muchachos, my friend. I don't know. Not so fast, my friend. Who says mm -hmm. that? Not so fast, my friend. Somebody nah, says I'm, that. Of course. Of course. Who says that, Pay? Lee Corso. Lee Corso. Oh, uh, yeah, Corso. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Big G. Corso talking to you. The homie S. Dredd said if he agreed to the subservient to be subservient to Tomlin, it's over. Really? Uh, I don't know about subservient, well, so, but so, the, head, the, the head coach is the head coach. Yeah, facts. I mean, he, he, he want he a tug of war in the locker room. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you he said that's better. If you got a job and you an assistant manager, that's a pretty good position, but you're not over the manager. <laughs> yeah. Come on, there, Dredd. So, so if, if Tomlin comes, says close, he want to he want to get in that four minute offense. He say run the ball, then everybody got to run the ball. You know, but I, but, but I don't think Tomlin's that type of dude, y'all. I think I don't think I think, I think I Tomlin think. wants to be a manager. You know, no, and let but, them guys but, do what they do. That's just it, Big G. He manages the game. That's mm -hmm. why Pittsburgh don't take shots. That's why they don't want to turn it over. That's why they played them grimy, ugly, grinded out games like they do. Because that's mm -hmm. Tomlin's style of winning. That's why that's why he wins all the time because he doesn't put himself in 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 eighty percent of his games. He doesn't put himself in a situation where they're gonna get smoked. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He but so the, only time, a, it, it, the only time he did that was he had a brief period where he had the killer bees, and they was trying to score forty on everybody. You know, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger. They was up and down the field, up and down the field, up and down the field, up and down the yeah. field. And I don't but know that, that was that was that you know. was Ben though. That was Ben. Ben mm -hmm. Ben 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 had the cachet and the weight to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. That was Ben. Now mm -hmm. what's well? I've been I've been in OM. What's OM? Not sure. Hey, you know what OM is? What is that's dressing? What is OM? Hey, and shot and shot. Uh, oh, he he said uh, he's been a, a manager. OM. I've been a operations manager. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, and anybody okay. under you had to listen to you. But hey, Dresden, shout out, man, to the homie Dresden, man. We heard you on uh on the most podcast ever, the other day telling telling most to get it, big G and take, man. We appreciate the love, bro. That's Dresden was the person that did that. Yeah, I told you that. If you clean your ears out and listen, I, I didn't know it was him. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Total facts. We appreciate you. Get a little candle but, uh, going on, G. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell too is an issue, dog. Okay, you know, talk, it's talk a it lot. up. Somebody, somebody want to know how you feel about Bell? How we feel about Bell. What's up with it? So, Le'Veon Bell. So let me explain this. Let me. This, I'm gonna say it real slow, but fast at the same time. Le'Veon Bell has been out of the NFL for two years. I don't care how much. Yeah, it's been two seasons. He's not playing. Almost two going on three. So I don't care how good he's been taking care of his body. I don't care how much he's been training. He's not ready to play an NFL down today. He's not ready. So, and not only would he have to get an opportunity to be invited to a camp, he's got to prove that he can make the roster. Now, yeah, his legs has been saved because he's been sitting on the couch. And Le'Veon Bell was not a big, getting big hits. You know, over the last couple of years, he wasn't getting hit like that. So his body was saved. But if he's able to make a comeback, it's probably not going to be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It'll probably oh, be for he? another team. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check his he, age. Keep talking, Payne. He's 31. He only wants to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's not coming back for anybody else. So he, I mean, he wants a one-day contract to, like, you know, retire as a Steeler and then go on about his business? No, he no, wants to play. I think he would do that. He wants to play, but he would be a third-down back. I think not playing at the running back position can only save you. Now, he could – the 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 you know, the not playing wouldn't hurt him. The age would hurt him. You know what I mean? we You know, but it's, not, it's just a pipe dream. It's a long shot. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but if not. he if he could make it back and be 
a third down, uh, not a third back, not a third down back, even a third back. I wouldn't be against it. You know, he's he's matured and grown. I mean, if you heard it, not, yeah, why would you be against yeah, it? But I I'm mean, not, I'm, not, I'm not pounding the table for it, but yeah. Mm-mm. This is why you got to have an identity outside of football, you know, because the football career is not very long. You got to you got to have something else to do once it's over. And at 31 years old as a running back with with all the touches he had in between what, 22 to 26. Mm, no, it's not. Yeah, he was he was he was looking bad when we last seen him in, in Baltimore and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know. So I don't I don't know why we think he take two years off and he's better unless he was injured. I mean, but he said he's going to start working out in March. Mm-mm. And you know, and he'll see where he at. I don't, I don't know. The Steelers even give him a call to come in and see what he can do. I mm-hmm. highly doubt that. Yeah, I know they're not gonna call him. He might be, he might be blowing Coach Tomlin's phone up, you know, and trying to get in there. But it, nah, he, so, they're not calling him. So, so you think if Coach Tomlin will let somebody come work out? They, they can't. He can't say, okay, come work out. I'm coming and working out is one thing, but actually getting an opportunity to get a tryout is something different. No, well, that's mm-hmm. what a, that's what a workout would be. He would tell him, "Come in, we are gonna work you out." It's a tryout. Well, if you're working out, it's a tryout. Yeah, but no, nah. he he'd have to make that he'd have to make that cut down squad. Like when you get to the ninety some players that you're able to carry before you go to the fifty three. If I see him in pads, then then maybe. But I don't even think he's gonna get close to that. Well, I mean, if he make it to camp, then I mean that's a that's a reward in itself. But yeah, I they, they, definitely they, they don't think he gets past a tryout. Facts. They brought they brought the dude Hakeem Butler to camp last year. They bring people to camp just to see what what you got, what you can do. Now Hakeem yeah. Butler's probably about four years, four or five years younger than Le'Veon Bell, and he didn't play running back. So yeah, Le'Veon Bell is cooked, know. ladies and gentlemen. He's cooked. He's cooked. It's over. He's not going to be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He wants to in his mind. He wants all those guys, all those ex Steelers that cooked themselves are mad because they cooked themselves. Martavius Bryant, and Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. There's a lot of Steelers guys that cooked themselves. And they was in perfect prime situation. You did it to yourself, bro. You became such a nuisance and such a problem that we had to get rid of you. So, and you ain't coming back. The Steelers don't believe... usually kick the tires twice. Yeah, God. I would believe if, if the Steelers would have, you know, Run it back, spin the block on any of their ex players. It would be Chase Claypool before they cut Le- Le'Veon back to the door. It would be one. It would be somebody younger that you can at least like argue can still you know can still make something out of. I mean, all the juice has been squeak, 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 whatever the word is, out, out of Le'Veon already. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you you start noticing a you the the decline of a running back is so visible after mm-hmm. the age of twenty five. I mean, mm-hmm. all the good running backs that were great from like you know, uh, rookie year to like they twenty, their age twenty four. Mm-hmm. After twenty five, it is visible. Except, ex- ex- except AP, Derrick Henry, and Frank Gore. Uh, outliers. Every, okay, an outlier okay. Every rule. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. So maybe he could be you said that Frank dude. Gore. Yes. Nah, there was a the visible decline was there for him too. He was just able to keep, to, you know, still be still be cons- uh, productive. But man, Frank Frank, was, Frank, Gore, Frank Frank girl Frank Gore was never on on AP or Derrick Henry level, but it's his consistency and banging out a thousand every year. I mean, so he kept it up for yes. what he was. Yes, he was I able respect, to say, I respect steady, Le'Veon Bell consistent. to come back and be Le'Veon Bell. He was in 2014-15. He not. What's up with this? Shoot. What's up with this he ain't gonna, stuff? He ain't gonna be. He ain't gonna be no. 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 <laughs> Listen, Le'Veon Bell is over. Like I said, I. Next subject. He's cooked. He's totally cooked. There ain't no <laughs> sense about it. He's not playing. He probably's not gonna play another down in the NFL. So nah. Huh. I mean, that's just know, him. There's other football leagues though. The Rock. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Rock said. Yeah. Tate, we got another super chat, man, from Jay Upper Teeth, man. Jay Upper Teeth, we appreciate the $2, bro. Man, Bell cost himself a Hall of Fame by leaving. I think that is 175% total facts. Bell would, was on a pace to be a probably top 10 all-time leading rusher based on what he was doing. He cooked himself. Nah, he, he cooked, cooked himself. Thank, thank you, Jay Upper Teeth. He, he was on... 
he was on par with if he kept playing and Pittsburgh kept doing what he was doing. He was he was talking. We talking Marshall Falk numbers. Yeah, they would have never drafted you know, Najee. I, I, I promise I you that they would have never drafted. I would re, I would reword it to say that he cooked himself by sitting out that by sitting out those that year. Mm-hmm. You know, once you do that, you know, after after that point, it's it's no coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he cooked I mean, himself. He, there, there's a, there's a business aspect to it. The why he, you know, him and the Steelers had a divorce. So I don't want to. I'm not going to say he had to stay there to be a Hall of Fame player. Mm. Um, but sitting out that year, going about it the way he did, it didn't do him no favors. He's, you know, once you that inactivity, that mm. inactivity in your prime. Because I think he was only 26, 27 mm-hmm. at that time. Facts. So that inactivity during your prime, losing out on that. Um, on that uh, that amount of time to again accumulate, go up the go up the leaderboards, that that cut it, that that stopped it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never he cooked himself. Late, late. Uh, we would have never drafted Najee, and you know he killed himself. Thomas, well, Riley you already had late. James Conner, so I mean, yeah. Thomas Ryder said, "Big G and Tate, how did the two of you become Steelers fans?" I, my grandfather was a Steelers fan. I was indoctrinated into it. I have a clear memory about being Steelers and rocking with the Steelers from like 1978, 1979. My granddad, bro. That's how I became one. Tay, I think Tate's similar. I think his pops was one and his family was. He's from Tay from Youngstown. So yeah, he he had to be some Steeler. You yeah, either had to be a Brown or a Steeler, you know. My dad was a Steeler fan. I don't know how true it was back in the day, because it was in this I was born in the 70s and mm-hmm. he was a Steeler fan. Could have been just because they was winning, because my some of my other uncles is Browns fans, but I got a lot of family. My family, especially in that area in Northeast Ohio, split down the middle between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. My dad was a Pittsburgh fan. I went with Pittsburgh. I rubbed off over time. My mom and dad separated when I was a kid, but I rubbed off on my mom. She don't care about football. If you ask her who, who's her football team, she's going to say Pittsburgh. My sister is a Pittsburgh fan. Mm-hmm. Which now has translated to my niece being a, a Pittsburgh fan. Her dad is a Commanders fan, so he feels bad that we've taken his daughter from me as far as football goes. <laughs> Take hey, hey, we had another super chat, man. We had once another super chat. It just was a second ago. Thanks, me, Joe Green, for another two dollars. Thanks, me, Joe. Bell let his teammates down with lie after lie. Hey, man. Hey, hey. That, that's that's fine. Hey, man. I don't. I don't. That's I don't. Facts. I don't. I don't uh, look look at any, any athlete in, in any kind of bad way for trying to get their money, but he went about trying to get his money wrong. Yeah. You know, I, that's what I will say about that. But, yeah. hey, man, we about to get out of here. Um, Pay. We about to go to overtime, though, so everybody get ready to come over there. Pay going pay to run lead on overtime tonight. So, Pay, go ahead and tell everybody what you got cooking or what you want to what you want to talk about or whatever that whatever's going on, man. We're going to circle the wagons on these NFL honors. Uh, get a, get into that little bit, that last football game of the season. We're going to, I know we didn't talk about it none this year, but we ain't got, we don't talk about actual football on this show. We're going to talk about them overtime, get into, get into that Super Bowl talk, get our picks, our final picks of the NFL season. Um, and then do some little college football, little college football, get into the money a little bit. And we got to talk basketball. They're about to, they're about to go to all-star break. We got to get our first half reactions. Check us out on the same channel. Also on FFSN, pull up. All fun and games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Wait, we got one more super chat. Then Peyton can take us out. The quad father staying, staying quaddy, staying quaddy around these parts. Man, I don't even, like, we got to find out what 100 is because I don't know what it is. You know, I'm I'm just gonna start start calling him Cinco de Mayo. Dennis Pavlik, Cinco de Mayo, bro. (laughs) See you guys. See you guys in OT. Great show, man. We appreciate you, man. Thanks, Dennis. Definitely appreciate you. Yep. You know, you know, you you know, you love by G. He gave me the two handed salute. One hand, one hand, (laughs) one hand. That's you with them old two handed salute. Look, (laughs) Peyton. You know it's, not, it's not it's not even a two-handed salute, Faye. The first time G did it, he said, I'm gonna go both ways. That's what he said. <laughs> so Ayo. it's just 
Freaky it's Friday. just been a just been a running joke since then. That's all. Mm-hmm. He, yep. he ain't mean nothing by it. He just he just said something that just sounded, you know, Paul Paul's worthy. That's all. Yeah. But there's pay, no go ahead. Go ahead, take homies. us home. Pay. There's no pause on the homies, man. Before pay, there's no pause on here. Go pay. I know, it's like, here. That's, why, that's why you like Nick Chubby. When you, when you do it all the time, we know ain't no pause with you. No pause. No pause hey, on the homies. We're gonna get in we're gonna get in trouble, man. We keep letting if we don't cut G Spike soon, we're gonna get in trouble. Arrest Brett Favre, please. 